Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. It is season two. We are back. We sat out about a month. It was a really horrible month. All I wanted to do was sit around and talk about movies, and we didn't get to do it. Season one was amazing. Now we're back for season two. And I'm really, really excited. I don't, I don't, maybe I speak for myself when I'm saying it's been too fucking long, boys. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. It, One uh, month is too I, long. I've been, I've been chomping at the bit, as they say. Has anybody thought about kicking the stool out in the last month without the podcast available? Because I've been there. I've been there. 2020 has given us plenty of reasons to want to kick the stool out. But now we are back. It's a movie council podcast. Season two, my name is Tim Sherry. I am your host, like usual. We are back. We have a really, really fun, uh, a really fun topic tonight going on. Uh, actually, it's a whole different animal we have that we started up this season, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get into the rules in just a couple of minutes about what we're doing with, with the podcast, and uh, we'll get into how we're going to do it and what the format is going to be throughout the season. It should be a blast. But, of course, we have to start off by introducing the panel talking to the council, talking to my boys, my bros, my, let's just get it out of the way, my esteemed colleagues. Yes, oh, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let me start it off like usual. Let me kick it on over to my COO, my big bro, Andrew Sherry. How are you feeling about season two? I'm here. Believe it or not, I missed you guys. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's wow. been a little. It, it, I yeah, miss fr- you guys. Yeah, Fridays have not been the same without this for the last month. I don't believe so, you. So, so I tricked myself. <laughs> so I somehow I was I fooled myself into thinking it was last Friday. So I, I I was a little you know now I'm even more you know anxious to get this going. So. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we got and we're in like. You know, we, we've actually done a lot of work over the last month behind the scenes coming up with the topic for tonight, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let, let's get through the introductions and we'll get into that. Let me talk to my podcast creator, my social media mogul, my chief boy toy, Dan Sherry. What are your thoughts on season two right now? Dude, I'm, uh, I am psyched to get into this. It's, uh, I think it's going to be fun. I've been thinking about it a lot. And, uh, it, tonight, especially, you know, this the, uh, this is right up my alley tonight. So uh, I'm going to enjoy it. This this is going to be a good time tonight. Yeah, we're all excited again. Uh, DP, do you have do you have a specific stool at your house that you had considered kicking out from underneath you? Oh yeah, I, I actually I have one where I kind of filed down a couple legs, so it's it's just wobbly enough. In case you pussy out, that I can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So just in case, it's just going to kick over anyways. So mm-hmm. yeah, oh, I got that shit yes. ready to go, baby. <laughs> oh, suicide talk. It never gets old. Let me finish up the <laughs> let me finish up the introductions. Let me swing it on down to Charlotte for my boy, my director of security, my director 
uh, oh, I'm sorry, my art director, my uh, something about colored pencils at some point, I believe. <laughs> I, I've lost track. I've lost track of all this shit. But what I do know is he is a fantastic movie guy and my brother from another mother, the sexy, sultry, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's going on, man? Not much, Tim. I appreciate it. And uh, what did I do while we were away on break, you ask? Mm. Well, I'll tell you, I did the same thing that you we didn't do ask. when we record, but uh, I didn't have a microphone in front of me. So I was still drinking, talking mm. into the void about movies, but there's just no one there to listen. So I'm glad you guys are back. Yeah, yeah it's been, it, it's been, you know, uh, you know, in all honesty, we did 14 episodes. I mean, that's, that's a few months worth. That's a lot of, mm-hmm. that's a lot of Fridays. It's a lot of fun. And it was weird last few weeks. It, like, yeah. I mean, we needed the you recharge. Know. We needed a little break. It was nice, but uh, I am very, very excited to get back and do this again. I, th- yeah. I think I think fourteen episodes can induce podcast withdrawal if if, if not addressed soon enough. Yeah, absolutely, oh, for for sure. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I actually heard there has been some uprisings in China. Oh wow! The, the, yeah. Our Chinese fans have been losing it. Not they're in the streets. To the movie council. So they're in the streets. Oh yeah, it's there's, there's lots of reports coming in, but. Tonight, that's going to calm them down. So, you know, you're welcome, China, okay. President Xi. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, it's either it's either us calming them down or the government just killed people who were protesting over it. It's one. It's one or the other. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, you guys know me. I'm, I'm a very positive thinking human being. So I, I yeah. think it's us. It's us. Yeah, and, very... and China is into population control. So yeah, you know. oh yeah, yeah, and they're very, very much into democracy. Last time I checked. Anyways, um, all right. And Winnie so, the Pooh. Right. So, all right. So let's, uh, let's get into what we're doing this week. We kind of, if anybody did listen to the last couple of episodes of season one, you did start to hear us talk about this idea of doing a tournament about villains. We love movie villains from a lot of different genres. So we wanted to do something that um, would be, you know, how, how do we figure out and how do we decide amongst us as a panel and amongst us uh, with our fans who is the best villain of all time? And what better way to get into this than to make a March Madness style villains tournament? That's what we decided through each other. AJ, I got to give you a lot of credit. This really, you know, we were spitting, we were, we were spitting about how we were going to do it. Your March Madness thing was what we went with. So I got to give you a lot of credit. I've done a lot of work in these last couple of weeks to come up with this bracket. So uh, real quick, let's, let's just go through the rules of, of how we're going to do this thing. I'll try to break it down as much as possible. We have 62 villains into a March four. madness. Oh, so, I'm sorry. 64. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Divisible by four. My, my, my apologies. Mm-hmm. Sorry. 64 villains that we are, uh, have into a March madness bracket. And we're going, we have matchups just like you would see a normal college basketball March Madness bracket. You will see the one versus 16, the two versus 15, and so on and so forth. We've broken it into four categories. We have sci-fi slash fantasy. We have realistic action. We have comedy. And we have uh, biographical slash period pieces, villains, that we've broken down into these four groups. 16 villains in each group. We're going to go through each matchup. And since there are four of us, we're going to try and decide who wins each matchup. So, uh, for instance, uh, like the one versus 16, which we'll get into a minute, we'll go around the panel. Each one will pick who we think is the better villain. If uh, it comes to a two to two absolute lock and we can't sway each other either way, 
And we, we absolutely come to and just go, wait, we cannot come to an answer who wins this matchup. Then we will send it to quote overtime. And then we will send it to our social media. We'll send it to our Instagram, to our Twitter. I will send it to my own Facebook. Mark, I'll get to you. Uh, and we will, uh, in, in whoever follows us who wants to weigh in, you will decide who wins the overtime matchups. And we will uh, uh, see who the winner is next week for those specific matchups. Mark, it, go. Um, question about the sci-fi fantasy category, mm-hmm. a lot of these villains have um, supernatural powers. Do they get to use those in these matchups? No, these are not matchups against each other. These are matchups for us. We decide who is the better villain. That's all it okay. is. Oh, they're not we decide who's the better other. villain, okay. and then we will argue with each other as to who the better one is. Ah. That, to mean, it go, that means it goes to a very, very heavy debate, and we have to sway each other. That'll be what we do. I think the only we get to like a lock two to two. Uh, I, I think that'll be after a lot of discussion and maybe even some yelling, potentially, okay. which I hope. Now, Actually, here's I'm one other ca- here's one other caveat to this. If we get into a matchup where one of us is not familiar with one of these villains, have we not seen that movie? Then that particular host will sit that matchup out. So come down to three. Or two or one. Who are we going to do it? I'm going to say, I, I don't think it's going to get less than three because we are all movie connoisseurs and we will uh, get right into it. So, um, uh, well, let me think of other rules we have going on. So basically, um, we will decide who wins each matchup. They'll move on to the next round. And uh, as the season goes on, we will keep doing different episodes with Badness Madness. However, we're not going to do Badness Madness every week. We're going to alternate. Right, boys? So tonight gotcha. we'll do Badness Madness. Marky next week will have a uh, – he'll be up. He'll be uh, running the show. It'll be his topic. And then the week after that, we'll go back to Badness Madness. We're going to alternate week after week after week. All right? So I think the best way to get into this, uh, it's almost like anytime you're trying to play a card game or a board game that you don't know, just start playing and see what happens. So unless anybody has any other questions or anything to say – we are starting off tonight with sci-fi, the sci-fi fantasy bracket, 16 teams, uh, sorry, 16 villains. Uh, if we get through it quicker than I was expecting, then we'll move on to realistic action. If not, we'll bang out sci-fi fantasy tonight and see where it goes. We're still spitballing. This is the first time we've ever done anything like this. So we don't know how long it's going to go. We'll have to figure it out as, as, the, uh, as the podcast goes on. So we good with that, boys? And, you, and who yeah. wants to... Who wants to get anything off their chest? Say anything, do anything, ask questions, tell me, talk to me. Yeah, I just say, like, we're going to feel this out and figure out way, like, you know, like a 15-year-old trying to get a bra off, you know? You're going to mm, just, just fiddle the, with uh, it and just yep. try and get it, and oh, you'll yep. get it. But we'll, we'll figure it's it out as we go. Extremely odd reference. Uh, and ju- but- just, for the, just for the listener's sake, there are a couple of categories that have what I would consider horror villains, mm-hmm. but the difference is some of them are like more realistic. So they're in the realistic area and some yep. of them are more yeah. um, fantastical. So they're in the sci-fi fantasy right. um, uh, category. So yeah. yeah. See, that, that, that's the other thing, like breaking this into categories really was like a tough, like it, it was hard to categorize a lot of these, but you know, we, kind of went with what sounded good so you know it's it is like you said like there is some people in some categories that might not 
exactly seem like it makes sense, but it, and there should be some healthy it's, it's debate about this. You know, hopefully, yeah. this healthy debate about this. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's actually kind of what we're hoping for. So let's debate these. Let's get Absolutely. into it. So I think you know, um, you know, the first few matchups, like uh, we talked about before, you went on the air. What I'm, what I'm going to do is we're going to start um, with the uh, the most lopsided matchups. We're going to do the one through one one versus sixteen first, then the two versus fifteen, the three versus fourteen, and and so on and so forth. Um, because those ones, I don't, in all honesty, we, we've looked through these brackets. Uh, we, we, we have a pretty good idea. I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of debate about the first few matchups. We'll go around the panel. We'll see who, uh, who we decide is going to win. I think we'll get through those quick. I think when we get through the eight versus nine, the seven versus 10, the six versus 11, I think that's where it's going to get a little tough. And I think that's going to be some, uh, some divisiveness between us, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. So, um, if you guys don't have anything else, I can fire up the sci-fi fantasy bracket, the one versus 16. Who wants to do it? Who's ready? Let's go. All right. Hey, you guys are good? You guys are good? We'll, okay. We'll add in a jingle here. That's like sci-fi fantasy, blah, blah, blah. And then boom. <laughs> All right. Sound good? Make yeah. Do, like do, 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 pew, pew. Like make laser sounds. <laughs> right? Yes. Do you have something like that? Uh, like a... I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> we should have a sound effect that whenever we decide on a winner, you have the Mortal Kombat sound. Finish him. <laughs> I like it. All right, boys. So, again, uh, DP, are you, by the way, real quick before we do this, are you going to post the bracket on our uh, on our Instagram or anything like that or yeah. so people can see it? Okay. Yeah, so we'll put it on uh, Instagram, Twitter. We'll throw it up there so everyone can see. So awesome. it'd be great awesome. if it'd be great if we had a huge chalkboard right now and someone just right that, 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 that would be good uh but we don't so we will get right board. in all right so here we go guys yeah. here it is bad oh i didn't did i even say the name of this uh this is the yeah. badness madness bracket baby it's Boom. not march madness badness madness and we are starting off in the sci-fi fantasy bracket the number one versus the number 16 seed. And I don't think anybody's going to be shocked to know that the number one seed in the sci-fi fantasy bracket is Darth Vader. And he is taking on from Batman Begins, the number 16 seed, Ra's al Ghul. All right, DP, talk quickly. Uh, give me your thoughts and then tell me who wins this one. I, I have a feeling it won't take much, but go ahead. DP, who do you like? Yeah, I got to say Darth Vader... I mean, when it comes to villains, he is kind of the villain. Mm. I mean, he had six entire movies dedicated to him. That whole story, like all of the Star Wars movies were about Darth Vader. It wasn't about Luke or Han. It was all about Darth Vader and well-deserved. And Ra's al Ghul, while I like him, you know, I think... Uh, you know, especially in Batman Begins, uh, that portrayal was really a good one. Liam Neeson was great, but it, it, you just can't fuck with Darth Vader, man. Darth Vader wins this one in my book. Darth Vader down. for you. All right, DP, one for one for Darth Vader. Marky, what do you think? Darth Vader versus Ra's al Ghul, one through one versus sixteen. Is there a is there a Cinderella story working on here with Ra's al Ghul? It, you know, I started to think more about that. I was like, Ra's al Ghul, he's you know, don't sleep on him. 
But uh, then I really started to think, you know, uh, Darth Vader fucking ruled galaxies over multiple movie franchises. <laughs> so, right. and Ra's al Ghul, as much of an evil genius as he is, he's always uh, a one episode wonder, like Batman, whatever the first one's Christian Bale, you know, he makes it through part of a movie. Um, Ra's al Ghul from the Batman animated Saturday morning cartoon, he would just pop up in an episode and then lose his chance. Batman would beat him every time. Darth Vader wins all the time. So yeah, yeah Darth Vader is hands down the better villain. Darth Vader, but but Ra's al Ghul gave him gave him a little bit of a run, a tiny yeah. bit of a run. He pops up every now and then. He's a smart guy. He's good at his job, but he just can't. Maybe hold up maybe, maybe it was a game until the beginning of the second half or something like that. Like yeah. it was close for a yes. minute. Early okay. in the third quarter, he was in striking distance, okay. but yeah, pulled away. Right, he so came out with a third. good game plan, but he, he just couldn't. He had, he had the, the he had the Princeton heart. But he just couldn't get it. There it is. AJ, I'm kicking it over to you. I know you're gonna have a number <laughs> of uh, random March Madness Cinderella stories, which I'm gonna get pissed off at some point. I'm gonna ask Dan to mute your mic, but in the early on, it's still cool. And uh, uh, who do you like in that one through 16 matchup? I have a question for you. Can Ra's al Ghul choke someone with the force? Uh, No. No. Then he loses. Vader. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, I got you. Vader's got a multicolored goatee and sometimes takes a bath in a pool that like regenerates his. Yeah, uh, no, listen. That's right. It's it's Vader every time. Just, I mean, he's iconic. It's just, there's no, there's no way. He, he, he runs away with it in the second half, I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I will. You know, it's already a wrap. That's three versus nothing. But I will say I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the in the world, and I'm a massive Batman fan. Uh, I love Liam Neeson as Ra's al Ghul. But, yeah, if we're just talking history and what Darth Vader has meant to cinema just in general, this isn't much of a contest here. This is Darth Vader with a clean sweep. He moves on to the round of 32. Darth Amen. Vader. Yes. Right, Darth Vader. Give it up for Darth Vader. There we go. Boom. All right. Got it. All right. So, so should we, should we, any commentary? We should just not fuck around. Let's go to two versus 15. Let's go. Let's move on. Here we go. So two versus 15. This is one I really, really like because I meant to actually say this already guys, believe it or not of these 64 villains and their 64 performances among these 64 performances, there were 18 Academy award nominations. Can you believe that shit? Wow. And, and in this one, there's a winner. There is. And they're actually of the a 18, posthumous winner. Big time. There were of the 18, there were 10 wins. So we're talking about 10 Academy Award wins through these through these villains. And this is wow. one of them. This is one of these wins. This is the number two seed. This is the Heath Ledger Joker. And he is taking on Bane. From the Dark Knight Rises, the third Batman, uh, Christopher Nolan so Batman. It's, it's, it's the Tom Hardy Bane. Tom Hardy Bane. Yeah. So we got Ledger Joker versus Hardy Bane. Marky, what do you think about this matchup? You know, I think it's it's again kind of the uh, matchup from our our previous uh, game, where one of them pulls out a good performance, shows up and gives a good show, but the other one is a constant winner and has a, a, a winning streak or winning track record. That's going to be the Joker. In this case, Heath Ledger's Joker is going to come out on top. Gotcha. AJ? So, Dan, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the hallmarks of a Batman villain is that they're crazy. Yeah. And Joker is the craziest. Far and oh. away. And, Le- and Ledger brings him to life better than anyone ever has on on the on the. 
on the screen on the on the screen. So um, and he won an Oscar for it. Well deserved. He ran away with that Oscar. There was never a doubt in anyone's mind heading to those awards that he was going to win it. So for me, it's Joker. I thought the third Batman was my least favorite of the three. And it thought Tom Hardy. I like Tom Hardy. I think he did a fine job. I just I think Joe, it's uh, it's easy. This is an easy one for me. Joker. DP. So I'll say this. All right. Um, the villain of Bane and like as a comic book reader, like Bane had always been like a pretty badass villain. And the only other time we ever seen him uh, on film was that like Batman and Robin atrocity. Oh, and, oh yeah. And he I was, was like God. George Clooney. Yeah. And he was like oh. this big ogre idiot, like couldn't even talk. And it was like kind of an insult to Bane. So the way Tom Hardy brought to light, like made him this intelligent, conniving badass was pretty awesome. However, what Heath Ledger did with the Joker is- Far superior. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Like that character was scary, was, you know, impressive. And you kind of, like you felt for him at times, you know, like his- performance was just unbelievable and like i said as great of a villain as bane is when it comes to batman joker's the villain you know like he's gonna win it every time so it's joker for me as well dp i'll say i'll say this because i'm not going to get too into this because i have a feeling as this tournament rolls on we're going to be talking a lot about the ledger joker because i think he's one of the all-time villains he's going to make it far in this yeah he's he's got he's got final four written all over him uh but i will say just very quickly not only do i uh, do i go with the the ledger joker here but that is legitimately one of my favorite performances in the history of movies is one of my fucking favorites so i got a i I got a clean sweep again I got Heath Ledger Joker moving into round two into the round of 32. All right. There we go. Absolutely. There was no Kent State coming out of nowhere. There it is. There we go. It's okay. Okay. As long as as you take it easy with those, I'm I'm, I'm cool with it. All right. So now we got the three versus 14. Um, This is an interesting one, if I'm being really honest with you. Um, I'm going to see how you guys feel about this. Uh, Because I know how I feel, but I want to know what you guys think. I got the three seed. Agent Smith from the Matrix taking on DP, your boy Magneto from the X-Men, X-Men universe. Uh, and I guess we're going with your boy Ian McKellen. There's other versions of him, Magneto, right? Yeah. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender, Fassbender. Yeah. But uh, this, is, this is the Ian McKellen version mm-hmm. of, of X-Men. So, uh, AJ, I want to start with you on this one. Agent Smith or Magneto? What do you think? I struggled with this. I thought I, I thought I liked Smith a lot because just because I love the performance uh, by uh, is it Hugo Weaving. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought he was really, really good. And I know people don't really. Some people shit on the second and third movie, and I actually enjoyed the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed him all throughout the trilogy. I thought he was very consistent in you know um, his character, his character. Yeah, yeah. but. I think he was doing his job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, that's what he was supposed to do. I don't think he was like this sinister force like Magneto is. So I struggled with this one a lot because it's, it is a great matchup and they're two so different characters. 
but I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to stick with Smith because of the age of Smith, because of the performance of weaving. I just think he was so tremendous. I think he's such a talent, that guy. All right. And uh, real quick, I'll throw my two cents into this. Um, I, I, you know, I, I love the, the X-Men movies. I really do. And I love Ian McKellen. I think he's a tremendous actor. He does great as Magneto. I think he plays it really, really well. But for me, Agent Smith, there is something about that unrelenting presence of him throughout that movie. Like, like Neo can just never get away from this cocksucker. This guy is always fucking there. And he is just... He, he, and, and, you know, there's a scene where he tortures Lawrence Fishburne. It, it, I'm not going to get... Again, I'm not going to get too crazy because I think he's got he's got some legs in this thing. For me, it's Agent Smith all the way. DP? So, uh, again, like, Mr. Anderson is mm. just such an iconic line, and the way he delivers it is amazing. But at the end, he loses. Mm. Magneto kind of ends up winning, So, he, it, and it's Sir Ian McKellen. It, this is a tough one for me, because I kind of want to give it to Magneto. But I'm going to stick do, with do it. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Smith. I, I don't know. Like okay. I said, Magneto won. You know what? No, fuck it. I'm going with Magneto. <laughs> oh, shit. Magneto wins. All right, yeah. here we go. We got we that, right. Magneto. All right. And then Marky, 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 what do you think? Do, do you, do you uh, give Agent Smith the win? This comes down to you right now, or do we go to an argument? It's not going to go straight to overtime. Me and AJ are going to have to decide who's going to give the closing argument against you guys. Uh, so- Marky, what do you think? If we are assigning actors to these characters in that version of that character, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if we, if we, because Magneto as a whole, I think would sweep a lot of this uh, bracket. But mm-hmm. if we're going with Ian McKellen's role, love me, Ian McKellen, but uh, the version that they wrote for him. And the movies that he did is, a, I feel like, a little bit of a softer Magneto. I mean, he's, he still has this vision of, I agree. Uh, you know, overthrowing the human race and implementing yeah. mutants yeah. everywhere. But it's a little bit softer. Fast, Fastbender was a little, like you said, more harsher horrible. and mm-hmm. kind of meaner. So. Militant, yeah. Yeah. If we're talking Ian McKellen's Magneto versus Hugo Weaving's Agent Smith, it's going to be Agent Smith for me. And I'll say it because right. like his, his character also right. grew. Like in the beginning, he was that program. He was playing his part. But in the second and the third movie, he found out that he could be something more. And he started to become a bit insane and fanatical. And like uh, Timmy was saying, he's always popping up just to fuck with Neo. Like it was, he ended up being uh, a terrifying villain. And ended up being like a god by the end that overran like the entire matrix program so yeah agent smith for me there it is agent right, smith we got a winner moves on to the next All round right. you know, like you, know you know what there. you know what happened there right duke showed up in the second half <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it that's it yeah. they were playing like shit in the first yeah, half yeah. and they showed yeah. up yeah yeah jj reddick started training some threes yeah, <laughs> yeah the police started falling yeah big time <laughs> All right, so guys, this next matchup is going to be an interesting one um, because we're going blast from the past, especially on one, but a little bit on the other. We got 
the number four seed, the Wicked Witch of the West, taking on the number 13 seed, Lex Luthor. Obviously, Wicked, uh, Wicked Witch of the West from uh, Wizard of Oz, Lex Luthor from Superman. Are we picking a version of Superman? We're not I, talking I'm sorry, like a, a vision of Lex Luthor? Yes. We're not talking we're, like the Hackman. Jesse Eisenberg. We're talking Gene. Hackman. No, we're talking Gene Hackman. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's Hackman. Superman which, and Superman, too. It a, a bit like Zod was the main villain, but he was in Superman, too, a bit, too. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's going to be that one. Um, and I also, oh, God. So I want to start off this matchup. I want to go to DP. All right. You got the Wicked Witch of the West, number four, versus Lex Luthor, number 13. This is interesting. Um, you know what? I'll get into why I feel it's interesting when it's my turn. You talk about what you think about this matchup. Go ahead. So, all right. Uh, the Wicked Witch of the West was one that, like, as a little kid, scared me. Like, I, I remember as a child, the, the flying monkeys freaked me out. She freaked me out. And again, I mean, it's been what ninety years or so. So about yeah, since that movie came out, thirty-four, I believe. Yeah, and it still holds up. So, uh, I like Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, but I think there's been better Lex Luthors. Uh, not so much, you know, movies, but you know, in animated films, even like. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum in Smallville was actually awesome as Lex Luthor. Uh, I like Hackman, but to me, this one's not really close. The Wicked Witch of the West, West takes this easily. Good call. Marky, you're a youngin'. Um, so, you know, you might have some. I mean, this is, these are two movies that came out before you were even alive. So, uh, obviously, oh, obviously, so the Wicked Witch of the West was long before all of us. I was going to you know, say, like, your but, grandmother wasn't alive in that but came out. The Superman, But yeah. Superman, that's, that's different. Yeah. So, and I can't speak on, I have seen the wizard of Oz. I, I know what Gene Hackman looks like as Lex Luthor and uh, Christopher Reeves, Superman, but I don't, and I've think I've seen those, but it, I would have been so young. It would have been so long ago that I can't recall what so, the characters even. Mark, how did you want, was. Or, so you're saying you want to sit this one out? Uh, yeah. If I get like, um, uh, an audience vote, then I'm going to go with Wicked, Wicked Witch. Um, All right. Because I don't really remember Gene Hackman's uh, Lex Luthor. All right. AJ? Okay. Uh, remember when Michael Jordan hit the game winning jumper against Georgetown in the 1980s? This is not as dramatic as that. It's the right. Wicked Witch of the West for me. I just think she's super iconic. And Lex Luthor did have that sort of like, you know, the, the villain that's sort of like the. He's more like the underhanded, say, because he's not really strong or powerful. He's just, he's more the devious villain. You know, he had that going for him, but it, it just wasn't enough to beat the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, see, I'm on board with you, AJ, uh, on top of that. I feel like General Zod was a bigger cunt, uh, and I forget which. Uh, and scarier. When, and, yeah. And, and uh, more destructive. And more... I just think, I think, I just think Hackman is such a good actor. Um <laughs> And, <laughs> he's such a good actor that I, I really did. I like, see, I tend to like those really slimy villains, which he really is. Yeah. Right. But, uh, he is the devious awesome guy. Slimy. So slimy. Yeah. But for me, the Wicked Witch of the West has been scaring the shit out of me since I've been making memories. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I got to go with her. That green face to this day still makes me piss myself on, on, 
on nights where I feel lonely. So uh, I'm going Wicked Witch of the West. She moves on. All right. Uh, I got to tell you, my bracket isn't busted yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, so, so now we have, sorry, let me get near the microphone. My, I'm still reading. I. All right. So uh, this is one I think Marky is really, really going to love this matchup. And I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, but I think this is like borderline wet dream stuff from Marky right here as far as <laughs> movies go. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. We got the number five seed, the T-1000. Ooh. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, what the hell's the actor's name that played him? That's Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick. Right? Uh, yes, yes. From Terminator 2 awesome. versus the Xenomorph oh my God. from Alien. The number twelve seed, Marky. Oh first off, I want to kick it to you because I know how much you love this. Do you have a problem uh, with the with the xenomorph with the twelve seed? Is that is that did I is do. that not right to you? Mm, I think it's okay. Okay, then who do you who do you like in this matchup? I'd like nine or eight, but you know, um, <laughs> you fuck me in the matchup. But this is tough, man. Um, that's a little graphic. Oh man! Yeah, talk oh, it out man. like a, a good. All right, T one thousand. What's your talks? All right, T one thousand, iconic fucking character. Travels back in time, slaughters everyone in front of him. Goes through a two and a half hour James Cameron movie before he dies. Mm-hmm. Excellent character, very memorable. Still emulated, copied to this day. Um, on the other hand, the Xenomorph which before I even start talking, I think I'm leaning towards has lasted throughout films and cinematography and other adaptations much more and appeared much more and much more spinoffs, video games, literature. um, And just that the, in the, uh, the character that was designed, we talked about him when we were talking about the alien movie, uh, maybe you guys can remember the uh, the artist that came up with uh, all that fucked up shit. H.R. Geiger. That's yes. it. Yep. So he he created, he drew the original sketches for the Xenomorph. And that thing has just lasted forever. Um, mm-hmm. And since, you know, they're both really fucking hard to kill, though. But one of them's got acid for blood. The other one's liquid metal. And has knives for hands. <laughs> God, that's tough. I think the acid blood could like melt the liquid metal, like a, right? maybe, like damage it yeah. in a bad way. But then at the same time, like knives for hands could like chop up. They'd like kill each other in a battle. But, but I know they're they, not. They're not that, battling each other. I know. Quite I know. Quite the fight. Yeah, it's who you feel. I know they're not battling each other. I, I'm gonna go with my gut, Xenomorph. Ooh, all right. That's that's all right. AJ. So I'll I'll I'll. It comes down to two things for me. One, the T1000 is a a, a robot, right? Mm-hmm. Xenomorph is a is a living thing, and they both kill indiscriminately. Yes, you know they just both. But for me, it also comes down to the Xenomorph is just flat out scarier. Okay. And so for me, it's Xenomorph. Wow. We get we 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 have about to bust upset. that bracket. We have an upset in the making. However, Cinderella. let me go real quick before I kick it a DP. Uh I'm sorry, but I have the same feeling about the T 1000 that I have about Agent Smith. And it's like you cannot kill this cocksucker. The whole movie, 
Every time you thought this guy was dead, he just wasn't. No matter what you did to him, he battled through. He's one of the most resilient villains I've ever seen in any movie. I'm going with the T-1000 in this one. DP? All right. So I, I, I get where you're coming from there because, like, it, his it, – the amount of different things he did where he changed forms and changed his voice. He was, he could just do anything. And he was so badass. And then the Xenomorph, however, also like Marky was saying, multiple movies is everywhere is scary as fuck. Face the predator, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Different iterations. Yeah. And I got to say in the Terminator franchise, T-1000 still the second best Terminator. So we got an upset, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The Xenomorph win. Oh, <laughs> yes, I go. had Xenomorph right. right. in my bracket winning. So. There we go. All right. And guys, just so you know, with that one, we actually have our first uh, uh, matchup for next round once we get back to this. We do. This is going to be the Xenomorph versus the Wicked Witch of the West. That's going to be a, wow, very, what a battle. very interesting Woo. conversation. All right. The four, ver- right. the four versus the 12 there. That's right? a good one. All right, boys. All right. Okay, good, good, good. So now we got the six versus the 11. And I think this one's going to be a problem. I have a feeling this one is going to be a serious problem. Mm. There's going to be a division right in the middle. Uh, This is going to be the number six seed Freddy Krueger taking on the number 11 Thanos from the uh, Marvel Universe. You can kick me right out of this. I don't know who Thanos is. Okay. (laughs) Oh, shit, AJ. I'm in trouble then. Fuck. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to have some I'm going to have some trouble here. All right. Uh, uh, Dan, DP, what do you think? Thanos versus Freddy Krueger. Come on. Come on. You know, well, you know, you know, with me, you know, with me, this one isn't even close. Yeah, but Dan, come on, it, you were but, alive okay. in the 80s. I, and I did love Freddy Krueger, but there's just something about Thanos. Again, Thanos in uh, Infinity War, he won. He actually won. And there is something, too, about a villain that um, truly believes he is right. You know, like Thanos felt like he was the good guy throughout the whole movie. Like he thought he was the hero and everyone else was assholes. And I, yeah, I got to give it to Thanos. He he beat the shit out of the Hulk. Come on, man. (laughs) Okay, listen, I already know where this is going to go, but let me just quickly state my case for Freddy Krueger. First of all, all, okay. The Freddy Krueger story, as far as 80s movies go, you guys, you know, AJ, I was born in 1980. Uh, AJ, DP, you guys were born. We, we got to a fair dose of 80s movies. The majority of 80s movies don't have, um, I don't know, what's that thing? A fucking plot or a backstory. <laughs> They're usually just horse shit. They're usually just bullshit. Freddy Krueger, A Nightmare in Elm Street, has an amazing backstory the whole thing that happened to him, how he died, why he haunts people's dreams is such a terrifying thing. And that scene where he drags that fucking girl into the goddamn, uh, uh, the, into the, the waterbed, that is one yeah. of the most horrifying scenes in any horror movie I've ever seen in my life. Now, before I kick this to Marky for his answer, Marky, I need you to answer me something. Honestly, mm-hmm. have you ever seen A Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. yeah, I've seen the first one. Damn it. I've seen right. the first one. And I've seen like number 
12 or whichever one he fought Jason in. And I've seen Freddy um, versus Jason. That's a I've seen that answer. one. All right, Marky. Well, what, what do you go? Thanos versus Freddy Krueger. Do it. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and just plunge the knife through your heart and tell you it's Thanos. Fuck. All right. But yes, I will sir. speak. I mean, I, I do like, and I think Thanos should have been higher than 11. You're probably um, right. Yeah. But Freddy Krueger, you're right. That, that first movie that he appeared in was fucking terrifying. I watched that when I was way too young. And that scarred me for a long time. But when it comes to who's good at their job, you know, uh, Freddy Krueger fucks up teenagers. Thanos rules solar systems. Right. So Right. It's almost like Thanos is one of those teams from the season that their best player got hurt earlier in the season. So their <laughs> record sucked. So they ended up at 11. Now their best player is back. Mm-hmm. For the right. Although yeah. I not, will it's, say it's not like a VCU situation, right? Right. right, right. <laughs> but I will say this sets up a Thanos versus Agent Smith next round. I love gonna, it. That's going to be a dirty, nasty fight. Right? Well, think about it. Right what we what did we talk about Smith? He, he can like he was basically controls the whole Matrix. So yeah. Um. I mean, that's those are those are epic scales. I think yeah. too. Yeah. And you know, you know so that's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, I know we're not supposed to be uh, thinking about these guys or ladies, people fighting each other in these matchups, but I can't help it. So the idea of like Freddy Krueger and Thanos fighting each other, like or Freddy Krueger and Thanos' dream is awesome. The idea of Agent Smith and Thanos <laughs> is just badass, you know, like I can't help right. but think about right. that showdown. Right. All right. So we have another upset. That's great. Uh, let's move to the seven versus ten. All right. We have got the Arnold Terminator. Taking on that's the seven seed taking on the Jack Nicholson Joker. All right, Oof, let me let me God. kick this let me kick this one off. Okay, this one's a little tough for me um, because I obviously love you know Arnold is the better Terminator of the two, and at the same time Nicholson is the second best Joker of of the yeah. uh, of the franchise. Uh, well, I think Joaquin, he's the third best. Maybe he's third. Either way, uh, after Joaquin, yeah, yeah. Either way, uh, and that's the thing. Uh, let me really quick say this too: Joaquin was an option. The problem was is that Joaquin really wasn't the villain in Joker. Yeah. No, that's a good yeah. point. Uh, he, was, toward, he, was, he was a hero. Of that he was the anti-hero. He, people. He, he was an anti-hero, but then he be, he you know the villainous started to come. The yeah, villain, so that's where started I, to come out towards the end. That's where I had the problem seeing him i just sure. since he was the lead he was the anti-hero i did not see him as the villain in the movie um that's why he didn't get in there however with all that being said there is something so unbelievably brilliant about jack nicholson's joker that i just cannot ignore and as much as i love our and you guys know me i'm all about the acting i'm all about the performance if we're just talking performance wise nicholson's joker is better than schwarzenegger's terminator Every well, day of the week and twice on Sunday. So yeah, I am there's going not going to be anything that Schwarzenegger brings to the table. It's going to be anything that Nicholson has ever done. I think Nicholson's Joker is the better villain. That's my vote. I got him. Okay. Uh, I will ask now, AJ, what do you think? So, AJ. <laughs> so here's what I'll say. Being the second best Joker and having obviously the first best joker on this list is kind of a detriment to Nick Nicholson's uh, uh, future here in this tournament. Mm. So I want to give the, the win to the one that has the puncher's chance, at least against the two seed. But I think Terminator is the more iconic villain. 
um, relentless killing machine, like the like the T one thousand, but you know the original version of that. And you know, I'll be back in the famous. I just think it's he's just the better villain. He's the more relentless killing machine. I just I'm voting Terminator. All right, uh, DP. So, uh, like I said again, performance wise, what jiggle. Jiggleson. What Jack Nicholson? <laughs> Jiggleson. Jiggleson. Uh, that's a, do you know that's my stripper name? I don't know if you know that or not. Nice. That works. <laughs> what, what, what Jack Nicholson brought to the role, especially at that time, you know, like the only joke we had seen was from like the 66 Batman series. And <laughs> like Nicholson brought this, you know, new life to the character that was amazing. However, when you have a villain that is so damn good that they have to come out with another movie where he is then the hero, there is something to that, man. Like That's a great point. I mean, Schwarzenegger was such a good villain that they had to make him the hero in another movie. So, And subsequent movies, I think, too, after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, they won't let it die. Yeah, it, that's what makes it tough for me. I want to go with Nicholson because I kind of want to see a next round Joker first Joker match. Yeah. That's a blow. That's a blow up for Ledger. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, the fact that Arnold was so good that he had to, you know, they brought him back to be a, you know, hero. I got to go with with the Terminator in this match. All right, all right. That's good. Two to one. Uh, Marky, what do you got? Um, I was already leaning towards Terminator, and then after DP's heartfelt speech, it really just took me over. <laughs> All right, what he said. There it is. Terminator wins. Nice. All right. Terminator so. moves on the next round. He takes on the Ledger Joker. That should be a fun one. Yeah. All right. We have one more matchup left, and guys, I don't know. We kind of breezed through this a lot quicker than I expected. We might be able we're, to go. We're to moving the next, on. It's only we, 10 yeah, I, I think yeah. we're going to be able to do the next bracket. But let's go through this one. This one might take a couple minutes because this is the eight versus the nine. This is the you know the the kind of the toss up, the coin flip. This is going to be the number eight seed, Michael Myers from Halloween. That's great. And I did this very, very intentionally because the, these guys are like the same fucking person. Sure. Michael Myers right. versus Jason Voorhees. So I got Michael Myers as the eight, Jason Voorhees as the number nine. Uh, let me kick this off with DP. Who do you got in this one? I, again, this is another, like I said, this is, this is a tough one, but uh, to me, uh, the way I'm judging it is just basically the, more iconic look and that goddamn hockey mask with the crack in it and the blood on it to me is a little more iconic than the michael myers mask so i'm going with with jason on this all right aj what do you got i have to say you know i have seen the earlier or at least the early films of them of both guys right i didn't watch until like you know jason took manhattan and all that shit so, <laughs> didn't he do that at some point? Probably. Yes, he did. Yeah. So yeah. Oh here's, here's what I'm <laughs> here's what I'm basing my my vote on. They re they rebooted Halloween within the last few years, and that movie was dynamite. And what was so great about it was there's a scene where like he get he busts out of a, a this you know prison or mental facility, um, and 
you know, they had taken his mask from him and he hunts down in his mask and he gets it. And that music, that fucking music starts playing. And I just got it, chills. The, the, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the, and the movie just that at that point I was, I was just so hooked at, on that movie and it was so, that was a really, really freaking good movie and not just scary, but just so Jamie Lee Curtis was awesome. And it was just so good. So you got Myers. So damn good. Go. Myers right. is my pick. Mark, uh, uh, quick question that reboot was that the one directed by uh Rob Zombie? No, not okay. I don't believe so. No, the reboot was done by uh Danny McBride and friends like David Gordon, oh, wow. those guys. Oh. All right, yes, yeah, oddly enough, it was so good. You saw it, right, Marky? I loved it. Yeah, so I'll go good. ahead and uh, so I saw it in the theater, so good. I, I saw it uh on a streaming service that it came out on. Because uh, I remember when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, fun! Another fucking Halloween or Friday or Jason or whatever, you know." Because there's been a million of all of them. But then I started to hear that this one was really good, and I was like, "All right, you know what? Fuck it, I'll check it out." That movie was fucking great. It was. Yes. It was. It was so just. Good. It was such a good homage to the original, but it was better than the originals, in my opinion. Wow. Um, they they just, did it so much justice. It out was, of the park. They yeah. yeah. So Marky, it was fantastic. Your vote is Michael Myers, right? That's it is um, kind of like how DP was saying how the, that mask, you know, gets him the, the creepy. Uh, I agree, but it's the opposite for me. It's the Michael Myers, Agreed. like the Agreed. Shatner face that creeps me out. <laughs> so, and when he when he reclaims his mask in that movie, so badass. It's such a great moment. Mm-hmm. So this comes and down they, to me. They do, built do, it up too. Uh, I guess the question is, do I go with Jason and we send this to overtime, or? Do I go with Michael Myers? And I, I have to say, I think the two characters, like I said, are very, very similar. Absolutely. Um, the way they look, the way they kill, the way they uh, can't scare. kill. Them. Yeah, right. There, there are so many similarities. What I'm going to go with is what I think is the better story. And for me, some cunt drowning in a lake really doesn't <laughs> do it for me. All right. So I, I'm going. <laughs> Sorry. I am going. I'm going with Michael Myers. Fuck he yeah. takes this one. Michael Myers moves on to the next round, and he's going to take on Darth Vader. He's going to so 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 when yeah. So when Marky was talking about, I I just have to picture these people fighting. Michael Myers fighting Darth Vader. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's insane. Like Mortal Kombat style. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um. All right, boys. So you know what? When we introduced the podcast tonight we weren't sure how quickly this was gonna go again this is the first time we've done uh any type of bracket uh for characters i have a feeling this might be something we might continue to do for a very very long time with how with how fucking great this is so far uh so since we banged out uh sci-fi fantasy and it's only been less than an hour we might as well move on to the next bracket bang this out tonight and then move on to the second half uh in our next Badness Madness episode. AJ, what do you got? Before we do that, could we just recap what the matchups are for, for the next round for sci-fi fantasy? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, Good idea. Yep, absolutely. So uh we're gonna have uh the number one seed, Darth Vader, taking on uh number eight, Michael Myers. Nice. Then we will have the number eleven xenomorph that upset wins. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. 12th taking on uh, the Wicked Witch of the West should be very, very, 
Nice. Keep going, uh, Marky, Marky, think about that fight. Xenomorph yeah, for Yeah, she's going to fucking dead. die. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I sense another upset brewing. She might drop a house on that alien cut, though. You don't know. Right, Who knows? Dude, yeah, aliens give him some poppies. Yeah, well, you don't know. You don't know. Uh, then we got the number 11 Thanos with a big win, who is probably, you know, maybe a little underseated as it He's was. coming off of the injury bench. Yeah, taking yeah. on yep. Agent Smith, the number three seed. Ooh, then that's we gonna have, be good. Yep. Then we have the number two. Joker Ledger taking on the number seven, uh, Arnold Terminator, the original Terminator. Love so it. You get some fun. Ones. All right. All right. So we got that Love down. It. Let's go ahead and bang out the uh, the number one versus the number 16 in the in the realistic action bracket. We got number one, the number one. This is one of the this is definitely a heavy favorite. Not Oscar winner one. Because you're right. It's an Oscar winner. Just an absolute ridiculous, iconic version uh this is number one hannibal lecter taking on number 16 ivan drago dp you have a quizzical look about you right now a little silly smile i want you to kick this off hello clarice <laughs> um yeah so i do love drago but if he dies he dies it's <laughs> one of the greatest lines ever <laughs> but I, you, just, you can't fuck with Hannibal Lecter, man. God no. damn. Like, he he has spawned multiple movies, spinoffs, TV series. Like, he was so good as, as Hannibal Lecter that, like, everyone wanted to be Hannibal Lecter after that. So, yeah, this this goes to Hannibal pretty pretty handily. Yeah, I, I thought so. So, Marky? Yeah, you know, DP and I drink the same Kool-Aid. So yeah. it's going to be Hannibal Lecter all day. I, I, I fucking love Dolph Lundgren, you know, and he was super jacked for that movie, all oily, which is cool. Right. But Hannibal Lecter, um, Anthony Hopkins played, he, he did win an Oscar for that role, right? Yes. And then they, they brought him back for uh, uh, Red Dragon. He had a small part. And um, what was the other Silence of the Lambs movie? Hannibal. Was it just called Hannibal? I think so. He was in. He he played yeah. Hannibal Lecter three times. Yeah. Um, and then what DP said, not that character continued on to be in multiple other movies and TV shows. Such an iconic, creepy, highly intelligent villain. Ivan Drago is just a punchy. Mm. Uh, Hannibal's going to win every time. There you go. There it is, AJ. Yeah, so it's obvious it's Lecture, but I will say the guy won an Oscar, and he wasn't even in like half the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he yeah he had like five minutes, you or know, seven minutes. Like yeah, that. he didn't have a lot of time in the movie, but he made such an indelible impression uh, in just the the time that he had, and he was such an incredibly um, complex character as well. It wasn't just yeah. evil, like Marky yeah. said. He was highly intelligent brilliant man mm. yeah just, like to, just day, like to eat people that's all he just liked to eat people at, that's at the end of the day he was wasn't even really the main villain in that no. movie <laughs> he was kind that, of the secondary villain no but, but he, he was, was the most so dangerous amazing yeah. but he was the most dangerous yeah. person and, in that and, film guys let, let me just say sure. this real, let me just yeah. say this real quick 
And I will double check this, but I'm pretty sure he won Best Actor, not even Best Supporting. No, Best Actor. They had swept yeah. the Oscars. Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress for Jodie Foster, Best Writing, Best Directing. That thing mm-hmm. stole the show at the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, did yeah. you see, did you look up his on his on-time screen time? Did no. You, I thought you were just no. checking that. It is literally like five to seven minutes that he did. Yeah that he uh got best actor for yeah it's insane and like in fact i think he lost he was nominated for the golden globe but lost the golden globe it's just a weird thing either way let's be honest this dude is one of the most ridiculously insane villains i mean one of the great let's we don't have to fuck around any longer i will say i think we're gonna see him in a final four yeah he's gonna get deep uh ivan drago is great but he's not even fucking rocky's best goddamn villain uh clubber lang he clearly is even apollo creed even though they end up buddies uh tommy gun thunder i would actually yeah thunder lips i would even say mason the line dixon is right up in there with (laughs) ivan drago uh so hannibal hannibal moves on hannibal lecter into the next round no fucking doubt about that let's move on this is going to be this one listen i this one is probably academic but it's going to be a Uh. lot of fun um this is the number two it's hans gruber who's such a beast but he's taking on patrick bateman from american psycho christian bale listen let me go ahead i'll start with this one hans gruber is without question one of the greatest all-time villains i mean let's be honest i mean die hard not only is one of the better actions movie action movies i've ever seen it's like one of my favorite Christmas movies. I mean, let, let's be honest. Fucking yeah. He's so not only is he one of the best uh, action movie villains, but one of the best Christmas story villains. <laughs> but I fucking love American Psycho. And um, yeah. you know, uh, listen, I'm going. I'm going with Gruber. I'm gonna go with Gruber, obviously. And I, I think it actually has a lot to do also with the fact that uh, I don't even really find Patrick Bateman as the villain for the most part because he's the he's almost the anti-hero again when you really break it down at the end of the day i love patrick baby but it's hans gruber it's got to be patrick's AJ? more of a patrick's more of a psycho than anything yeah he's, yeah you know, an american yeah. psycho aj you're already saying it you go ahead Keep going. <laughs> it's more of a psycho than anything right um not a european psycho but american psycho <laughs> so a couple things uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Hans Gruber is a stone cold killer. Yeah. Stone cold. Yeah. And he just blew away Mr. Takagi like, like, he, like nothing, like it was target practice. Yeah. Like my he boy, too. Give, he just didn't give a yeah. shit. Like he just Hans killed the dude. Booby. Yeah. What's that, dip, what's that dipshit's name that he blows away, too? Uh, fuck. The coat guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's blowing <laughs> lines in the bathroom. Yeah. What's that dipshit's name? I can't remember. I his name. Hans, uh, Booby. Yeah. So he kills Takagi like it's nobody's business. And Takagi seemed like a nice gentleman, you know. And yeah. he oh, yeah. put a bullet. He put a bullet in his brain. I mean, yeah. he he was a very focused, and his and his men followed him. You know, they didn't. Oh, yeah. they, they would never turn. Well, on I think that, he respected him. Takagi he's too. He's very inspirational. Like right, <laughs> right before he shoots Takagi, he uh, like recounts like his life and his like. Uh, his education and everything. Oh yeah. And then Stone Takagi cold. stands up and he's like, enough. I am Takagi. He's like, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. very nice to meet you. And he's like, all like flabbergasted, like breaking down. And then he shoots him right after that. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So AJ, you got, you got Hans give Gruber me, here. Give me the code. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So it's Hans Gruber. 
GP, I think we know. Come on. Shoot the glass. Yeah, again. Shoot the glass. Like, American Psycho had so many awesome scenes. The fucking Huey Lewis in the news scene, the, you know, like, (laughs) the chainsaw scene. You like Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Like you, I don't know if he was totally the villain of that. Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. <laughs> is that a Vanka Trump over there? Yeah. This is the style. What's yeah. the style section? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a dog, a shower. Stuff. All right, good. Come on, we can do this all night. Deep in, <laughs> you got Hans Gruber. It is Hans Gruber by a lot. This is all fucking right. Kansas Jayhawks against Loyola Marymount. Yeah, right. This go. is a slaughter. Yeah. Before we go, before we go to Marky, that dude, the Hans Booby, his name was Harry Ellis. That was his Ellis, name. Yeah. Ellis. They, they just call him Ellis the whole time, right? Yeah. All right. So Marky, yeah. uh, Hans is a clean Booby. sweep. Is a clean. Yeah, sweep it's going to be a clean sweep. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Hans. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I don't need to harp on it any more than you guys have. But the one thing that I'll kind of add to it is that in uh, again something against Patrick Bateman is that. He's more narcissistic than he is evil, I think. And then there's also the doubt yeah. as the viewer that it's not even real, that it may be in his head. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, you're right. All right. So we got Hans Gruber moving on right. to the round of 32. Good All right. Point. This one, uh, here we go. Uh, uh, the number three seed is going to be Anton Chigurh from uh, No Country for Old Men versus number mm. 14, Jigsaw. Let me just say something really quick. And if you guys want to um, me, me, me uh, oh, real quick, but if you guys would like to verbally castrate me really quick, uh, I'm okay with that. I've never seen no country for old men. Can oh. you guys, can you what? believe that? Can you believe Lose that? I have, I'm penis. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I have a meaning and I just haven't seen it. So I'm going to sit this one out. Can Marky, you're a huge fan. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yes, go ahead and uh, give up your penis. That will be expected okay. at yep. HR by the morning. Okay. I'll and it's going to be Anton Shagor for me all day. Mm-hmm. That guy is one of the creepiest. And this is uh, uh, Javier, Javier Bardem's Anton Shagor. He plays that character so fucking well. It's so creepy. It's so passive, yet violent, unhinged, yet intelligent it is he's one of those guys you need to see this movie timmy he's one of those guys when he's when he's on screen you just feel incredibly uncomfortable yes marky before next round i will see the movie i promise i promise aj Um, please oh sorry marky if you have more go ahead well i was just gonna uh add to it that you know give a little bit of jigsaw background the guy is very smart but he just does these fucked up like trials to get people to go through them again you know we're not supposed to pit them against each other but i'm going to anton would just eat razor blades and walk out there and shoot jigsaw with a shotgun (laughs) okay all right fair enough aj your thoughts first of all jigsaw's hardly in the freaking movie that he's the whole time he's the puppet master He's not really there, though. He's, he's like, just laying on the floor, not saying anything. <laughs> right? That's what oh, that's I mean. Right. Like, he's not really in the... All right, fine. <laughs> Semantics. All right? Anton Chigurh. So I'll tell you, I read... Jigsaw's uh, a lazy villain. I read that 
masterpiece by Cormac McCarthy, No Country the for book? Old Men. Bef- Fuck yeah. Yes. Before I watched the movie, way, be- way before I watched the movie. Great book. And Anton Chigurh terrified the shit out of me when I read, um, yeah. read the book. And Javier Bardem brings him to life um, in such an accurate way. And for me, it's a no-brainer who wins this matchup. It's Anton Chigurh. He's just... He's just a maniac, mm-hmm. and I and I and I was so terrified of him as I was terrified of him in the book. I mean, in the book, he he is super scary. Like he's he's just relentlessly hunting down, um, you know, the protagonist. Like he's just, I love him. Like yeah, he's he terrifying, feels, but I love him. Everyone that gets in his way dies, and he just mows. He he goes through everybody, but he after, just does it with no like. There's no right. There's no emotion to it. He's just. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. Move away. On. You're dead. Yeah. Move away. You're dead. Right. And just with that, like, laser focus and lack of compassion or almost like a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, he's a clear winner for me. Mm-hmm. Go. DP, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, well, well, so I'll say uh, Cormac McCarthy's book, The Road. It, yes, one of my favorite books fantastic. of all time. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah um, I like I said, Jigsaw, shit. the fact that he was laying on the floor the whole time. Yeah, lazy villain. You know, that such a great <laughs> twist. Uh, lazy villain. Yeah. Sleeping on the job. <laughs> I also have never seen No Country for Old Men. There we go. All right. There we go. All right. It's a girl. He moves on. There we go. All right. Wow. You, got, you, guys, you guys are going to have a date night. And you're gonna watch yeah. that movie. Right? I will before the next round. Before that comes up again, I promise I will see it. I yeah. swear. We'll watch Sam it together. Sam. With GP, and you're gonna cuddle. Yeah, we will. We will. Maybe <laughs> Sam dirty. was looking at our bracket earlier tonight, and uh, she saw Anton Chigur on there, and she was like, "Why is he not number one?" And then she started thinking about it. I like, "I want to watch that movie right now. When can we right. watch that next?" All right, I'm, That's I'm a with fantastic her. movie. All right. So, you guys, T.W., you're a Javier Bardem fan, right? Yeah, he's great. I love the Javier guy, Bardem. The yeah, guy is so he's, sick. He's yeah. great. I think you this know, might be just, one of his best roles. One of his Josh, definitely Josh best Brolin roles. does very well. Is it, um, uh, is it a Coen Brothers movie? No country? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll, I, I, right. I, I promise. I promise. I know. It's cunty that I haven't That's seen it. Made in heaven. It. It's Cormac McCarthy and uh, his Woody style. Harrison. I will see I promise. And Coen Brothers. I want to get into this next one. All right. This is... Number four, Norman Bates from the original Psycho versus number 13, Alex Forrest from Fatal Attraction. First of all, does anybody have to sit this one out? Does anybody not? Okay, Mark, you don't know this one. I don't know Alex Forrest. All right, DP? Oh, no. Yeah, I've seen them both. Go. Tell me. What do you think? Uh, Like, so, with Norman Bates, I wasn't a huge fan of Psycho. Like the whole like, was mother thing and, and the Oedipus Same here. story. It was just alright to me. But goddamn Alex Forrest, dude, the God, boiling the bunny, that that alone wins it for me. She fucking yeah. boiled a bunny. I'm giving yeah. it to Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, let me just go real quick. I'm actually, now that I'm like looking at this, I actually think Alex Forrest probably should have had a higher seed than 13. Perhaps. Um, I kind of almost with the Norman Bates thing, he's, he's a bit of a bitch. I mean, when yeah, you right. really think about it, he's he just, just kills kind of people a, that happen to stumble into his shitty motel. Cry right? baby bitch. And uh, he's a Alex, mama's, bo- mama's boy. Yeah, Alex Forrest is just a psycho 
maniac, like you can't fuck me, come inside me and then just walk away. All right. Like that's <laughs> not one of those things you can just do. And you know what? Men should know that. He, you know, you shouldn't Michael oh. Douglas should have done what he did. And he kind of mm-hmm. deserved yeah, that fucking absolute maniac side of her. And I'm absolutely going with Alex Forrest in this one. Yeah, she's okay. amazing. AJ, that this is Marky's out. That is a wrap, but I do want to hear your thoughts on it. Sure. So Psycho is not one of my favorite Hitchcock movies. I do love Hitchcock. It's just down the ladder for me. It's just people think it's so, so you know, it's because it's so well known and famous in the shower scene, whatever. And obviously Hitchcock was such a master at making films like that. But I have to agree with you guys. Alex Forrest. There's that scene where she's playing that was at Madame Butterfly or whatever in her house, and she's she just blaring in her apartment and she's just yeah oh, completely God, yeah. lost her mind. Mm-hmm. And just the the way Glenn Close is just the, the way she emotes. I think she just scared the shit out of me. Yeah, and AJ, can mm-hmm. I just real quick? I don't mean to cut you off, but like she goes like zero to sixty. Like I mean, they yeah. fuck, and then he wants to leave, and she slashes her wrist. She goes yes. fucking insane. Yes, like out of nowhere. Like it, she's one of the scariest fucking people I've ever seen in my life, and that's only because I've dealt with bitches like that. That that's part of it. But she was like just insane, Marky. Yes. Um, could you, one of you guys, give me a brief synopsis on that movie? Because I, I know the. Oh yeah, the, I gotta grab two beers. Yeah, yeah. Title. AJ, AJ's gonna get beer. So, uh, it's the title from, sounds. Uh, I know the title's familiar, but I don't know the story. Fatal Attractions, late eighties, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Late eighties, uh, early. You said 90s Michael Douglas, Glenn there. Close. Michael Douglas is the lead. Glenn Close is uh, the female the lead. Uh, Michael Douglas uh, is a married man who happens to work closely with uh, w- with Glenn Close. I feel like it's like a I forget what, what married to like Catherine Zeta Jones, something like that. Something like he, that. He, yeah. uh, his wife's out of town. Uh, him and Glenn Close grab you know drinks one night after work. He ends up fucking her, and she goes absolutely batshit crazy. Tries to blow up his life. Yeah, huh. they have a pet bunny. Tries to murder his wife. Like Fuck with yeah. his daughter. Oh, like, it's, it's, oh boy, it's, it's nuts. scary. It's nuts. That's why I think her 13 seed is maybe a little off, and I feel so a little bad about she that. She sounds more psycho than Norman Bates. Yeah, right? because yeah. This, and he's, this is absolutely psycho. So. Because this, Alex, is a, this is a 13. This is a bracket buster because she won. Alex easily. Forrest mm-hmm. just pulled a Wichita State. No, right? no, no. This is this is like this is like a 13 seed who just won by 25 points. Like it wasn't even yeah. fucking close. So it was a Alex Forrest moves on. All right. This was yeah, the first year when uh Brad Stevens was coaching Butler. Gordon yeah. Hayward almost got the victory. Yeah. All right. So let's go, guys. Number five. All right, here we I go. I thought that with a 10 seed though. Number five, nurse ratchet from one right. flood one flew over the cuckoo's nest oh, to that's great. uh Number twelve, Buffalo Bill from uh, uh, from Silence of the Limbs. This is going to be interesting. Um, I'd fuck me so hard. Uh, Marky, are you in on this one? Do you, are you familiar with <laughs> both? Yeah. Do, you see, do you know Nurse Ratchet? I love I love both these movies. All right, go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with Buffalo Bill just because mm. I love Silence of the Lambs. Not uh, I, I fucking love One Flew with the Cuckoo's Nest as well, but Buffalo Buffalo Bill is a murdering insane person where nurse ratchet is a uh just evil because she doesn't actually kill anybody she but she keeps people medicated inside and 
and inside of an insane asylum when they shouldn't yep. be. But uh, Buffalo Bill just he he murders fat chicks and wears their skin. So oh wow. yeah. Is, oh, wait, was she a great big fat person? <laughs> uh, oh, why? <laughs> Buffalo Bill, all so day. creepy. You can oh. you can go ahead and keep going along. I'm done. Buffalo Bill, you got Buffalo Bill. Okay, AJ. So, for two reasons, I will vote for a certain person. So, there's the scene at the end when Clarice is walking through Buffalo Bill's house, and he's wearing the. Um, the night vision goggles and she's like, walking around in the dark or bathrobe and night vision goggles. Oh <laughs> my God. Oh, that, shit, yeah. that, and when he coaxed the, uh, the, the, the uh, girl into uh, his van, mm. it's, oh. it's, it's Buffalo Bill all the way. Yeah. You want some help with that? Uh, would you? <laughs> let me, let me just say real quick before I, uh, yes, I get two for Buffalo and, Oh God. I don't want to take anything away from Nurse Ratchet because this is another bracket buster. It's a 12 beat and a five. It's a great bracket. It's such an unbelievable movie, and she is fucking great. But if we're just talking sinister, for me, Buffalo Bill scares me fucking more than Hannibal Lecter does. I'm sorry. He just does that. I'd fuck me. Scares the shit out of me when he tucks his dick back, like the whole thing. Mm. Give me back my dog! (laughs) Like that whole thing. Uh, He scares the pants off of me. So. His his legs hurt real bad, Mister. Yeah, you don't know what pain is. That scares the shit out of me. Okay, so I'm going. Buffalo it's a Bill's very well. it's a very scary movie. DP, uh, it, that it's already it's already a wrap for Buffalo Bill. But if you have to say something, go ahead. I I will say this. I think Nurse Ratchet. To me, I give it to Nurse Ratchet. She she was so fucking shitty to all of them there. And Buffalo Bill really is kind of the second best villain in his movie. So I give it a nurse ratchet, but it don't matter. Buffalo Bill moves on. All right. Yeah, no. Um, I've got something to add just before we leave Buffalo Bill. The song that he dances with his wiener. Uh, Goodbye Horses. Yep, that's Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. If anyone wants to cue that up. Of course I do. Yeah, play if that. You don't want to dance around play. after this. I'm down. <laughs> Edit that in DP. I, yeah, I, I'm marking the time now. <laughs> so uh, okay, so we'll go to the next. The next one is six versus eleven, right? So we got we got Annie Wilkes from Misery. We got another broad coming. I love it. All right, oh, Annie great. Wilkes, the number six seed, taking on Jack Torrance, number eleven from The Shining. Uh, AJ. I think Jack Torrance just kind of lost his mind. You know, I mean, it was more of that. If you read the book, Jack Torrance isn't an evil guy, right? He's not. He doesn't, he's not inherently evil. So the hotel is more evil than he is. Right. The hotel, like, right. He was a, was a victim. Right. In my eyes. So I can't, I can't vote for him because Annie Wilkes. She's a stone cold psychopath. She was terrifying, and wow. a stalking crazy person. And Kathy Bates brought that character to life. I read that book as well. Uh, both, Another this Oscar is great. winner. This is this mm-hmm. Oscar winner. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is great too because both books by Stephen King. Oh yeah. Um, in this matchup, so this is wonderful. Uh, Misery is a, a great book. 
And uh, Kathy Bates brings Andy Wilkes to life really well. Was Misery a short story or was that a full length novel? It was a full, full book. Yep. Yeah. That's it. it was a novel. Let me, uh, let me, so let it's me, Andy Wilkes for me. Let me jump into, I gotta, I gotta piggyback off that AJ. It's absolutely Andy Wilkes. And, and I will say something and, and you know what you got, you guys can shit on me and anybody who listens to this can shit on me. I'll take a shit on you. I'm <laughs> not, I'm not the biggest fan of the shining as a movie. I'm really not. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, just, it's not my favorite. Neither was Stephen King, by the way. Right. I like the book. Mm-hmm. I've read, I've read the shot. It's, it, it I, I like it much better. I think the movie is just all right. And I fucking love Kathy Bates as Annie Wilkes. And like we said, uh, best actress at the Golden's and the Academy Awards. Yeah. Unbelievable performance. She gets it for me. Uh, DP Lo- loved her in that. She was us, uh, knocked it out of the park. So I did love. The Shining. Well, the film, I think, is fucking marvelous. I love the movie. I've never Stanley read the Kubrick. book. Yeah. Never read the book, so I can't, com- can't compare, but I thought the movie was amazing. But Annie Wilkes taking a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah. I was just thinking <laughs> yep. His fucking leg yep. sealed the deal. Right. right. Forcing, him to, forcing him to write the book the way she wanted him. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. just, just, just that. What is, just what is she called? Like a dirty birdie or a naughty birdie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, she, uh, she's it's, terrifying. A, it's a really scary movie, actually. Yeah. It's t- very, it is. it's very tense. It's very uh, tense because. You're put into the shoes of, of was it James Caan? Yes. Yeah. 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 You put you kind of put it. it the movie's in his perspective a, a lot, right? So, yes. um, it's 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 terrifying to be in his shoes. It's a, it's and, a simple, and the filmmakers make it that way. Yeah, it's a straightforward yeah. and simple story. That's why I was wondering. It was like if it was it was a short story because there's not like necessarily. A no, lot think, of like meat to the story. Well, the, no- the like, novel does a lot of build up. Not to, not to, to when, not, I'm not trying to take away anything from the story because right. I mean it's going to be any books for me as well. Like I fucking love that movie. Terrifying <laughs> character. I've never read the book, but like it is. You know, he gets in the car accident. She saves him. She uh, is healing him. Uh, he's an author. She's a huge fan of his books, and she wants him to uh, finish his book. And he's like, oh, I should really get home. And she's like, you're not going anywhere. And like what DP said, like when she breaks his legs to keep him there to uh, oh, immobilize him, oh. it, that scene, I, it flashes in my mind like once a week. And it, I'm like, because oh, right, ah, it because it flies, way, it flies way past irrational. Yes. Yeah. And got, guys, when she kills the cop and like through yeah. his one chance Blast to actually him. get out of there. Oh, my God. Sam Let's not get too crazy because we got to talk about her more well, go, moving on because she's got a big future in this tournament. She's got, gonna, a bright, she's got a bright future, and we got our first match, uh, second matchup, actually. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do them all afterwards. But Mark, you I, I just want to say this. Um, Sam and I watched uh, Misery for the first time maybe like six uh, – no, I guess it was maybe closer, closer to a year ago. But that movie okay. fucking holds up. Oh, As, time. that first yeah. time I'd seen it, it was about a year ago, and that was fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's basically just the one location, right? The house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but James Con and They're telling um, a really tight story. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. So let's let's move on, okay? Annie Wilkes wins that. She moves on. Um, yeah, she dominated. Because yeah. this next one, I I don't know how this is gonna go because I'm ready to fight on this one. Just so you guys mm-hmm. know, we got number seven Max Katie from Cape v- Cape Fear. 
uh, taking on number 10, Don Logan from Sexy Beast. Uh, does anybody need to sit this one out? Does anybody? Nope. Okay, Marky, you don't know. Okay. Deep, deep I, I've never seen Sexy Beast. Okay. Yeah, what is I that? love fucking Max Cady, though. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Well, well, you know what? Talk about him for a minute because I'll take that into consideration. Dude, his like menacing and his creepiness is like some of the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. his interactions with Juliette Lewis in that movie. And De Niro got jacked. That's De Niro. Right. De Niro got jacked for that film. Oh, yeah, he was in great shape. Yeah. I was about to watch yeah. this movie the other day because I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, his cackling in the movie theater. You like watch everything it. about him is so fucking menacing and scary. And the way he dresses yeah. too is that the costume design <laughs> of that movie is something to behold. Yeah. All right. Well, so, okay. Love him, but I've never seen Sexy Beast. So AJ, 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 AJ talk to me about this matchup. So I love Max Cady. I just um, I find the character of Don Logan just he just he's mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. I love I love um, just the chaos that is him. So for me, it's Don Logan. All right. I just I, I love him. Okay, so so here here's the thing. I re- I hadn't watched Cape Fear in a very very long time. I literally rewatched it last night mm-hmm. because. Don Logan in Sexy Beast is legitimately one of my favorite performances in any movie of any actor of any time ever. Okay. Wow. It's, re- it's, I'm telling you, it's one of my top 10 favorite acting performances. Uh, DP, you have to see this movie. It's fucking crazy. I'm not taking anything away from Robert De Niro here. I thought he was absolutely no. incredible. He uh, got nominated for an Academy Award and uh, a Golden for Best Actor. He lost. Ben Kingsley is Don Logan. Um, he he was nominated for Best Supporting and uh, for the Goldens and the Academy Awards. He, he, he was, right? He did not win. Um, he is legitimately, for me, one of the scariest fucking characters I've ever seen in any movie. Don wow. Logan. Ben Kingsley. Oh, really? And DP, uh, AJ's going yeah. with... Uh, you're, AJ, you're going with Don Logan here? I'm going with Don Logan. I, I, I mean... I am too. I remember I watched Sexy Beats for the first time when I was working at Blockbuster. I know, I know this because it came out in two thousand or two thousand one or something. Yeah, AJ, that that was one of those movies I went and saw at, <laughs> at, at Kendall Square in Cambridge. It always had like those like crazy, uh, you know, movies that everybody loved, but they were more under the radar. I went and saw it there. I was fucking blown away. Yeah. Um, and uh, real quick, to Mark, you to answer your question and to a lot of the listeners out there blockbuster video there's this place <laughs> where we used to have to go to rent movies and bring them home and watch them it was a oh it's the best it's so much better than what it is shit. now dude oh, you remember so you remember better. going to the blockbuster or any video store and just combing the aisles for like an right. hour yes. or two yes. like you're like i'm not I leaving here until i find a movie that i want to watch and marky i worked there for like five years and we used to get the films like the the dvds and the well when vhs was still around the vhs uh-huh. a week before so that we could prep the rentals and so uh-huh. we were encouraged to rent them before they came out so that we could you know talk to the customers about yeah. the movies nice and Sexy Beast was one I saw before it was released yeah. on DVD. So so hmm. let, let me just say, I'm going with Don Logan, and that means, you know, me and AJ both did that. So that means he wins. However, 
I will give that with a little DP, with a little contingency because I okay. want you to I want you to see that movie. I've never and seen it. If Sexy you Beast. if you agree, Marky Dan, if uh-huh. you go and see it, if you agree, then it's official. Okay, either one of you agree, then it's official. All right, so it's a win for Don Logan over Max Katie, but it's with a caveat. I want at least one, if not both, of you guys to see it. All right. Okay. I don't know where to see it. You can look it up, figure it out, but it's it's with a contingency. Streaming somewhere. I'll find one of these blockbusters that you told me about. (laughs) (laughs) No, you won't. I'll also I'll post that. You'd have uh, have to go. You'd have to go to like. uh, I, I think, think there's one, a, there's one one left somewhere. Yeah. In like Oregon or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like so, the it's the home state where it so started. That, but the, but then you gotta take a COVID test and quarantine and all yeah. kinds of shit. So, <laughs> so that is that is a con- that is a contingent win for Don Logan, but I want you guys to see it because I, I think guys, oh, it's hey. a fucking it's an awesome movie. It's a really right. awesome I'll tell you what, I'll post there's that so many up gems. on social media too. And uh, I'll tell you. Get the vote of uh, the listeners too to see what they think. On well, I think yeah, this, I, I I think this this eight versus nine right here is going to get really interesting. This is our last so matchup of the night. Like like um like sexy beast out there. So many gems like that. Yeah. People just need to yeah. see them. So uh, here's our last matchup of the evening. This is it. This is going to be an interesting one. All right, because it's the same actor, and I like that we did this. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's the same actor. All right, it's eight versus nine. We got Kevin Spacey as Kaiser Soze from uh, The Usual Suspects versus Kevin Spacey as John Doe from Seven. Uh, Marky, Marky, kick Doggy. this off. What do you think? Uh, man, that's a good one, right? And that's, that's the this. eight versus nine seed, too. That's yeah. very well put, Timmy, yeah. for making that bracket. Yeah, the winner gets to fight Hannibal. So Hannibal, oh, shit. So it's, oh. not, it's not a nice. It's um, not nice. It's not nice. Man, all right. So let's Based talk my about answer on that. a little bit. Kaiser Sose has a lot of myth behind him. Kaiser Sose. He's a great, mm. great character, great villain. A lot of uh, fables and legends. You never really quite know what he is, but he is a mastermind in that there's a lot of smoke screens about who he is and what his background is, who works for him, who doesn't. Um, and he ends up winning in that movie, The Usual Suspects. Um, also, right, uh, Kevin Spacey's John Doe in Seven, highly intelligent. He, too, wins in that movie in getting himself killed, but he does take his, uh, his final... What's in know, the box? What's in that box? He, he takes it to fruition, his final plan. So both characters win, but one of them is still alive. <laughs> um, hmm. So, I mean, this, all of this obviously is highly fictional. Um, so maybe we pretend that John Doe is still alive and continuing to uh, be a mastermind. Um, but even with that, I feel like Kaiser Sose for me. Um, he's just knows the criminal underworld better and he's gonna he's, he knows people better and he's gonna fight where John Doe is more of a loner and he's a psycho and extremely intelligent but Kaiser Sose maybe not quite as intelligent is also very smart but knows violence better Fair enough Kaiser Fair enough. Sose Kaiser Sose DP thoughts feelings emotions uh, so uh, like Mark you were saying Kaiser Sose 
Kaiser. What we know about him is all story. Like the whole thing is these stories about Kaiser Soze and these myths about him. And the fact that he played those cops the way he did was amazing. But however, with John Doe, we actually see all the shit he does. And it's pretty, and like, you know, they both win. But John Doe put Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. So he gets the win for me. (laughs) Yeah, John Doe. Anyone that puts Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box is the winner in my book. So or puts or puts baby in the corner. AJ, AJ, your thoughts. Nobody puts baby in the corner. AJ. (laughs) So make Wayne's head bleed. Go ahead, AJ. I I agree with DP. Me. Fuck you. So so it's the it's two different things, right? So Kaiser Sose is played by Kevin Spacey, but you don't know he's a uh, uh, verbal Kent for like uh-huh. supposedly for whatever, and he's telling his the story of Kaiser Soze, even though he is Kaiser Soze, right? Uh-huh. Spoiler. And then Kevin Spacey's character in Seven doesn't appear like right oh. away. He's just he's just he's just um, you know he's known by like the the deeds he does, right? He decides as a serial killer that he's gonna kill people according to the seven deadly sins. Hmm. Fucking crazy motherfucker. Hmm. And I then mean, puts Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. That's crazy. You win. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So two to one. All right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh boy. There we go. I really, really wanted to have a matchup that we would send to overtime. Uh, so our social media could decide. Subsequent I, rounds. I, 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 I have to stay true to myself here. And yes, I think we will probably have those uh, 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 problems as we go further. Once things get a little deeper and the, and the, the, uh, and the villains are a little more uh, in depth. Um, but for me, this is John Doe. It has to be. Really? It has to be. He is just so much more fucking sinister. He's so goddamn evil. The shit that he does, the shit that he pulls, where like he just feeds a guy until he explodes inside, and All then right. plants shit inside of and him. And he sews nails shut. Yeah, and the, and then he plants the nails inside of him, which go into the this area that where they pull the fucking floor up. Yeah. It is uh, just slivers of linoleum. Oh my god! It's it's just, oh. yeah. Sorry, sorry, Mark. Yeah, you're right. Uh, just it, like the the, the, the it's, it's, well, you know what? It's attention to detail. To no, them. right, right. So, Marky, you, you probably should have picked them too. But yeah. my, my whole thing is <laughs> the more you talk is, about it, the more I, I, just, know, I just I, I just think he is so much more sinister. Listen, Kaiser Sosa is way more clever. Obviously, yes, yes, he's, yes. A, he's mm-hmm. a clever prick, obviously. And but for me, at the end of the day, the more vicious, angry, villainous, sadistic, cunt. and then of course, that scene in the police station with the detectives, which you get the fucking fingertips cut off. Come on, yep. that's John Doe. He wins winner, winner, today. chicken dinner. Sorry, guys. Although, hey, can I just say one thing though? The fact that we're all picking John Doe, Kaiser Sose did say. The greatest trick the devil ever played <laughs> was making people believe he didn't exist. Maybe Kaiser Soze is fucking beating us right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. might be John Doe. 
All right, so we, so so that so realistic action. We just finished. Let me get. Let me just run this through. Run it guys. down. So what, what do the, we got for what, next week? What, what the matchups are for weeks, the next? Whatever. Well, yeah, well, actually, we more like we're like three or four weeks because we get yeah, to yeah, the yeah. side of this shit. So uh, we got uh, Hannibal Lecter versus John Doe. Uh-huh. That's, uh-huh. A That's a good one. This is two one two this, crazy people. Oh. This this actually is my favorite as I'm looking at it. Buffalo Bill versus Alex Forrest. The two it's fucking the right. twelve. It's the so, twelve versus, yeah. the 12 12 versus 13. thirteen. I'm gonna need although, to watch. Although, although we all agree that Alex Forrest may have been um, uh, ranked a little lower than maybe Absolutely. we should have. Buffalo Bill yeah. as well. But I, I need to watch uh, Sexy Beast then. Uh, then well, uh, fatal attra- you Fatal Attraction too, Marky. If you or oh, is that which one? Which that, one was Alex? Al- Alex Forrest is Fatal Attraction. All right. Oh, fat, so, but, okay. but then the next matchup, you got. Uh, I love the next matchup actually. Annie Wilkes versus Anton Chigurh. I, I love oh, that. Shit, that's that creepy. is a that's that. a war. That's a battle. Oh, that's I love creepy. that. That's a war. And then in the uh, as long by the way, as long as Marky and or Dan see Sexy Beast and feel strongly about Don Logan. He will be taking on Hans Gruber. I mean, what a fucking war that's going to be! You will get a fight from me. There's, by a, the way. Cu- there's a couple. There's a couple matchups that are just so intriguing here: the Wilkes Shagor oh. matchup, the for- Alex Forrest versus Buffalo Bill matchup. I love. Oh, I from, love those two matchups. I mean, from both middle brackets. of the bracket, I love from, it. From both brackets, there are some really badass second round things going on. Can you imagine what goes on in the fucking Sweet Sixteen? Holy shit, things are going to get wild. <laughs> all right however all right You're so selling it. so we are done we are done oh, god we got half the bracket done that's awesome and we will uh yeah. next... i think the first the first round might go a little we'll definitely go quicker so. than the second and third yeah and definitely subsequent so, uh, so the final the final four will be a big extravaganza right so next week uh we will be taking a break from badness madness uh it'll be marky's uh uh subject i'm not going to get too into what we're doing he's still working it right you're still no i think i i think uh i was thinking about it tonight you're still crossing <laughs> the t's and dotting the lowercase j's and all that shit yeah um but the i want to go with what our uh listener pitched in with a play on what we had previously done on um you know we had previously done the episode of movies that critics love and we hate and then we had that listener write in saying movies what would be fun would be movies that we love that critics hate. And I think I'm going to go ahead and take that idea and go with it. And I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Should we also incorporate that as our pick a movie? Like, you know, I'll pick a movie that I love that the critics hate and give it to one of you guys. I like that. It might be a little bit easier um, because then we can talk about four movies. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, Jay. I think there needs to be a baseline Rotten Tomato score for it to to count as you know the critics hate it. Sure. Mm. What do you say? Under forty percent? Something like that, uh, right? I like forty. Maybe. Uh, forty. Okay. Forty yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. Because less less than half of the people. Like yeah. It, sure. They reviewed it. Yeah. You know? Forty. Forty. Forty or below. All right? right. And you know what? And you guys. You know what? A, a big prize for whoever gets the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> a big well, prize. Well, it's got to be a movie that we actually... It's actually got to be a movie that, uh, that you like, we like. Yeah. All right, so yeah. boy, do boys, we, 
Marky, let me just throw this out there. I know. So you want to do a? Do you want to do a mix mishmash? Mishmash like wh- whoever I whoever I get. I just uh-huh. literally looked it up. Rotten Tomatoes is forty one percent. Can I? The can movie? I go with that one? That's sure. close enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. I, I was about to say fifty percent, but I like okay. forty. So anything okay. closer to forty, forty five or below, forty four and below, maybe something. Right. Like that. Less than half. Like it, yeah, yeah, I think it's a good, yeah. it's a good number. Marky, I, I like that incorporation. The pick a movie with the, you know, with the that'll work. That'll work. I'm, okay, I'm right? fine with that. If you are, I have a movie that I would give to somebody already, whoever it is. All right, so I, still, I will still say, I will still say, my world has changed because of Once Were Warriors. So, oh, oh yeah, that movie yes. when, we're, when we're off camera, let's. Uh, I still haven't watched that movie. I need to watch it. Um, yeah. when we're my off camera, is, we'll hammer my life out the has details. Changed. Okay, yeah, of, Marky, uh, you decide who you want who to have and i yes. don't know just yeah. mix it up because you it was like old to young and young to old you just mix it up uh-huh. whoever who, who hasn't had who hasn't had picked one for I, another person. I have not picked one i have not picked one for, for tw yet. and i haven't picked yeah. one for you aj right i haven't nope. picked one for marky there we go so why, why, don't you guys, why don't we just do it yeah and my axe yeah perfect right. perfect dp pair it up with marky and i pair up with with tw perfect i love it all right, boys. So uh, that was do, awesome. Do you guys? Yeah. Do you guys have anything else to say about badness, madness? Uh, week one down. How do you feel? I tell you, uh, there Good. were there were there were you know some obvious um, winners, but there were some great surprises, which which set up great second round matchups. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Because, uh, folks, if you're listening, next uh, so next week we're doing the uh, like Marky said, but the week after that we'll get back to badness, madness. We'll have the other half of the bracket, which will be comedy. And then the, uh, the biographical period pieces, which is going to be really fun. The comedy is got, obviously you're going to have some really fun ones. Oh, uh, the comedy yeah. one's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be I can't insane. Wait for that bracket. Between Shooter McGavin and Biff Tannen, but the mm-hmm. biographical period pieces with all the Academy Awards that came with that, it's going to be fucking mm-hmm. wild. That's yeah. going to be a really so good a one. A lot of the well. biographical period pieces. I have a lot, have a lot of pieces. arguments I'm making for this too. I have a, a lot, lot of the of like, uh, not upsets, but arguments I got to make. A lot of the biographical period pieces are also uh, fictional characters. Do we have any non-fictional characters that are in there? King yeah, Longshanks, I, I guess. Well, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. Tommy DeVito. Yeah, Idi Amin. Amon uh, Goss. Yeah, but Idi Amin Ed, is, Ed, is Edwin Epps is is based because it's based on a book, by the, but that, so he's a real guy. But Marky, hmm. that, that, from Schindler's List was a real guy. Yeah, yeah. Idi Amin is a, is well. But my my idea was biographical who are actual people, but then you know period pieces where like it was uh, biographical in the era of that time and yes. what was going on, but the <laughs> characters were not essentially based on real people. That that like was it. really where I was going yeah. with that, but. Uh, I think that's going to be a really interesting one. There's going to be some great matchups, and the comedy one's going to be fucking crazy. So that's yeah, going to be a lot three. of fun. I uh, think I'm, we kick up, we kick off with comedy, and then absolutely no question. But I'm actually looking really forward to next week for the uh, the pick a movie as far as uh, movies that the critics hate. We love it's going to be really really good. I already have one for AJ. I already picked out, and uh, it's going to be really really good. So, uh, boys, before oh, we cat. close the show tonight, uh Larry, uh, before we close the show tonight, uh, anybody have anything to say? Everybody happy? Everybody good? Any 
thoughts, feelings, emotions, cathartic moments you want to have. Everybody good? Uh, I just want to say, hey, guys, thank you for all coming back. I fucking missed you guys. I love doing this podcast. I really miss talking to you guys. I'm glad we're back. So looking forward to next week to do this again. So I I will also piggyback off that. I'm I'm happy we're back. And you know what I think is great about this podcast is we're always like trying to find new and interesting ways to talk about movies. Yeah. Right. You know, you know, it's, it's not the same, like, you know, cookie cutter, you know, thing. We're trying something different, but trying interesting ways to talk about movies. So I love that. I love it. I also just remembered as uh, Danny was saying, thanks for coming back that I asked one of my friends to be a a guest on next week's episode. I totally forgot about that. Um, so yeah, I've got, him on. yeah, I'll, I'll talk to him more about it, but he's agreed to come on and, uh, he's also agreed to do the full length, but maybe we should do, uh, just like a, a partial with him. We'll see a how segment. it goes. We'll do a, a segment, segment with, with him. him. I think that'd be, that might be better. So my friend that I grew up with is been, has been working in Hollywood as a producer more recently, but he's been in that industry for quite a uh, quite a, a long time and used to work for the production company Annapurna Productions and has got a lot of inside stories on different things that had happened. So, and, you know, different projects that he worked on. So it'd be fun to hear some stories from him from like an yeah. inside perspective. Marky, like, he, maybe- he, he can come on if you want, if he, he can uh, weigh yeah. in on some of the movies we watched. Too. I'll tell him about the yeah. movies that we do once we pick them and, yeah. and see if he wants to watch them and, you know, stick around and chat about them. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I like that. All right, boys. Well, um, this is great tonight. Good to have you back. You guys, uh, age, especially uh, DP and AJ, put your stools away. I put my stool away. I'm not going to kick that one out quite yet. This is actually, really actually, I actually, I was uh, more tempted to get some, you know, fresh air out on a ledge. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't pull a Brooks Hatlin on me at any point. Just, uh, uh, this is really great. We'll get back to, to this in a couple of weeks. Next week's going to be really fun. Uh, great stuff tonight, guys. And if you have nothing else, let's go. Let's call it a night, right? Let's call yeah, it. Yeah, night, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you if you tuned in tonight. Great show. Uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. Night. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>